What's up, everybody? Welcome to the So On Time podcast. I'm your co-host, Deja. And I'm your other co-host, Dre. We are growing in our relationship with Christ, and we would love for you to be a part of our village and grow with us. This walk with Christ is not easy, so we're here to educate and encourage along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray that this message is so on time. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of So On Time. Um, I'm Deja. I'm Dre. How are y'all doing today? This is the second episode and we're excited and we're already learning a lot. I know for the podcast, our motto is grow with us. And we're learning that podcasting is not as easy as it looks. There is a lot of behind the scenes um, work that goes into it. Something that we learned. This is a tidbit for anyone who's looking to podcast. Something that we learned just in the first episode of us recording is to make sure you're always speaking into the mic every time you turn every time you move the mic um certain gestures hitting your hand on the table when I talk I usually talk with my hands you have to be mindful of that stuff when you're recording a podcast and that's something that we didn't really know our truth is because we are growing we are showing you guys our experience from ground zero and as God lays things on our hearts and so that actually segues into the topic for today which is accepting your identity and the call that you have on your life right now at this very moment with the knowledge that you have with the understanding that you have start there right so the last time we talked about just getting started but I know sometimes it's difficult to get started because you don't trust yourself you don't think you know enough Um, you may not think you're smart enough you may not think you have the resources and this could be anything this could be starting the podcast this could be starting a business this could be Um, applying for a job maybe you don't think you're qualified for but you feel God nudging you and putting it on your heart so um, that's something that we're learning right now but yeah so my question is basically do you feel like you're prepared to do this podcast like do you feel like you're equipped or you're adequate or you have enough information for what we're trying to do I feel with that the same way I felt in the first podcast. Now, the only message that I really want to push is just the word of God. Um, outside of my testimony or anything like that, I'm up in the air about. I just want to get my side across. Like I want to, I want to portray a journey, and through this podcast, that's what this journey is going to be about: is my growing in Christ. So I feel better with that now than I did beforehand because I was looking at this as far as like how meaningful is it going to be for somebody else to listen to it. But I'm no longer thinking about that. It's like if there's meaning that comes across it for other people, yes, but I know this is going to be meaningful for me because I'm going to look back and see where I was at once we, you know, create this process of longevity and uh, Siri building with this podcast. Like, okay, and whenever I'm looking back on this will be like, later this year or sometime next year, years prior, it's like, wow, I see my life is here now. Where, where was I back then? Or oh, I remember I was in a bad place. Did we record a podcast when I was in a bad place? Let me see, you know, and also that ties into like writing in my journal, everything like that. So, so other than the podcast though, were there any times in your life where you felt like you 
needed to do something or you were called to do something, but you didn't initially feel ready or equipped for it? Um, the only time I ever felt called to do something is when I literally asked. Uh, that was back in like middle high school. Around that time, I was closer in faith and praying a lot and talking to God more to um, hear him say that I'm going to need to be a technician. Uh, that was the only time I ever heard it. I haven't heard it since then, but I never forgot that moment. And that's the only time that I feel like I was called to something and I didn't listen. I don't know anything else past that. I've prayed a lot, but I haven't heard anything back. Uh, as far as like my plan in life, it might just be because I heard that. I still don't know what type of technician. Um, at the time, I didn't even know what a technician was. Um, but since then, I, I've heard tidbits of uh, don't move or leave in certain cases. What about you? Yeah, so basically in 2018, I was growing in my relationship with God. I was very intentional about pursuing him, pursuing that relationship, reading the Bible, very diligent, very consistent in it. And after a few months of that, I don't think it had actually been a full year yet, my pastor asked me to lead our youth ministry. But the one thing that I love, and I hope I don't go off on a tangent with this, one thing that I love about my church, and I think this is a testament. If anyone's questioning like the church that you're at, if this is a good church home for you, if you're under the right ministry, my ministry team, my pastors, the people that's over me, they've never said anything to me that God didn't already say. So anytime they've ever come to me, they've only confirmed what God had already told me in the first place. And then at some point I went to church and my pastor asked me to lead over the youth ministry. And it was around the same time that I had already heard from God what he wanted me to do. And so I was excited. However, at the same time, I was really nervous because I thought at that time to start ministry in any type of way, you had to know the Bible like the back of your hand. You needed to be able to quote scripture. You needed to know what to say at the right time. All of these different things. Plus, I was still young. I had just graduated college. And so I did not feel like I was equipped to lead people. Um, however, as we said before, get started. Like, you know, we talked about in the first podcast, get started and allow God to meet you where you are. And so in that, I saw him, I saw his hand on my life, but I saw him growing me in areas that I thought I was very weak or deficient in but even more I just saw my relationship growing with him mm -hmm. so I would say that was the first experience that I had actually no that was the second experience I almost completely forgot about this that was the second experience with church and God calling me into ministry where I felt like I wasn't equipped or I wasn't ready or I was too young I didn't know enough that was the first time I mean the second time the first time was actually volleyball when I was going to college. I'll never forget my senior year. Uh, we were at nationals and my club director like leaned over to me and she was just like, you're ready. And I'm like, huh? Like what you mean? And all I was thinking about was I'm about to go to college. I'm going to this division one university. I'm about to go up against these girls. Like I'm not prepared. And she was just like, just know that you're ready. Like you're prepared for this. You're, you're fine. You're going to do okay. And I'm thankful that she said it because then I got to college. And the first thing that I thought after competing against some of the teams that we went against was 
I'm not ready. Like, I'm not prepared, God. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I'm I'm too short for this position. I play. It was just so many thoughts of me not feeling ready. But I look at my life now and I'm like, wow, no, I was exactly where I needed to be to meet the people that I met. But overall, I feel like the idea that you're not ready or you're not prepared, it's it's not new. Like, you see it in the Bible. You see jeremiah or you see joshua they're both young when they're called um you see jeremiah tell god that he's not ready um when he you know is basically telling jeremiah what he's going to do in this prophet that he's going to be jeremiah tells him he's too young and then you have joshua where he's called to lead immediately after grieving the loss of Moses or grieving the loss of his leader. So I think that in the Bible, not only do you see, like if you're looking for an example, if if you're in a position where you don't feel equipped or you don't feel ready, look at Jeremiah's life, read Jeremiah or read Joshua and understand what they went through when they were called. Um, and there's other people in the Bible. Those are just two people that stick out the most. God will call you into areas where you're hurting or you've been hurt mm-hmm. um, or he doesn't 100 percent let you heal sometimes before he calls you to start helping other people. Um, again, God's plans for us may not always align with our plans for ourselves and with us going through what we're going through on earth, us making our decisions, it could run into his plans for us. And there might be a time where you're going to be called when you're not pr- truly prepared or ready to be, to do what is asked of you. And you just got to get ready. You kind of just got to, that's where I feel like you got to put your big boy pants on, goes into play. And that's how I feel about that. You never know when something's going to happen in your life and you got to make a big decision. And, and for a far off example, it's just like, people who parents died and now they got a they got a father or mother their younger siblings like I wasn't I'm a kid myself I don't even know what life is like but now they're 15 and it's like well my family need to eat so I feel like that that kind of go hand in hand with that like things happen in your life where you got to make big decisions or step out and do something that you might not be fully prepared to handle but you guys got to roll with the punches that come with it. I agree. And I think also something that I was thinking about today, just looking at my life and the things that I'm responsible for right now, the things that I have to do right now, I think some of us are always looking like for a feeling. If this feels good, I'll do it. If I want to do this, if this makes me happy, then I'll do it. But God doesn't ask us to be... um, to enjoy everything that he's called us to. Like, I feel like you don't have to be passionate to be obedient. I don't have to be passionate about what I'm called to or the things that God wants me to do. I just have to be obedient and allow God to show up and trust him in that process. Uh, I think I'm in a season of my life with trusting therapy and trying new things out. So even with this being that I want to be transparent in this podcast, be transparent with other people to show them that whatever you're going through, you can get through. Even if it's what you're going through, it's like I'm having a hard time praying and being patient in that. You can get through it. It's just 
sometimes things are just difficult. And wanting to be transparent, but also kind of want to hold things back is kind of hard. So I guess in this way, it's kind of just like me working through my trauma and pain and wanting to talk to somebody about that to get like the right answers because I've been trying to do it by myself for so long, it's bad. And wanted to talk and be open about this difficult process doesn't really play out the right way. What the idea, and I, I would agree with that. So basically what I hear you saying is, um, you're in a season of your life where you're experiencing or you have experienced, like, could have been loss, it could be grief, it could be um, trauma, it could be hardships, whatever it is. And then now you're called to do a podcast and not only heal from whatever you're going through, but basically to heal publicly and be transparent while you're in the midst of the stuff that you're going through. And that's difficult. And I think that if we're in a season like that, to look at people like Joshua who did the exact same thing. So if you need encouragement, maybe you don't have, well, you have us saying, Hey, we're going through things and we're talking about it real time, but you can see in the Bible, someone who was also very young, they had to go through the exact same thing. Like you said, you know, it isn't the same as what we're going through, but um, there are some similarities is basically what I'm hearing you say. Yep. This whole thing is a process. Life is a process. This process might not be what you think it should be, might not look like what you think it should be, but it's helping you in the long run. So it's really just sometimes you just got to grit your teeth together and just keep praying and and understand that he's not going to lead you wrong. And if you keep that in mind, those dark days will eventually pass. And then you you look back on your life just like, Wow, look where look where look where I am, and and in some cases, you'll find yourself like uh, I believe it's Job, where he worked for and I don't think it's mentioned in the Bible, but again I could be one hundred percent wrong. Just mentioning that he had everything and he lost everything, including his family, his immediate family, uh, like wife, kids, and all that. His riches, he lost all that just to gain it all back be more understanding of who he, who his father is. Uh, it can happen at you at any time. Just understand that it's not going to be easy. Your time here on earth is a blessing, and you should want to experience every day as such, even the hard days and even the super high days. Just try to enjoy and look at where you're at in life and what you're walking in or walking out of or losing or gaining. Just really got to trust that process and just believe in that and hold strong to it. What we wanted to convey is to trust the process wherever God has you right now. um, If he's calling you to do something that seems outside of your scope or outside of something that you would typically do, trust him in it. If you know for a fact that he's leading you, trust that he's going to provide for you along the way. Trust that you're going to grow in your relationship with him as well, that he's going to teach you some things about yourself that you didn't know. And I always say, I think some of the things that we go through in life, it's not even about us. It's for us to be able to help someone else so we can, you know, learn how to empathize for people, to learn how to truly rejoice with those who are rejoicing and truly weep with the people who are weeping. Um, And to just, again, to 
understand and accept the call that's on your life right now. You don't have to know a ton of scripture. You don't have to memorize it line upon line, precept upon precept. Hopefully y'all get that. That's a joke. But um, basically you don't have to have this Bible memorized and it doesn't take for you to read the entire Bible and forgot to use you like if you look at the disciples they were in the middle of working God called them he walked with them and they learned his ways they learned basically the commandments they were able to go out and disciple other people after spending time with him but they didn't have everything together and know everything when they were called so I just would want to encourage someone if you're waiting for the perfect time if he's placed it in your heart and he's calling you to do it just trust the process and trust that he's going to provide for you along the way and get out of his way so he can do what he wants to do through you so he can help the people that he wants to help through you at the end of the day however you're serving him in whatever way if you're a member of the body of Christ we all have a responsibility to bring other souls to the kingdom we all have a responsibility to preach the gospel to share it to others how you do it I don't know. Everybody's called to communicate in a different way. And we are all called to reach a certain group of people. So I pray that you're obedient to that and that you reach the people that God wants you to reach. Dre, is there anything that you want to add to that before we wrap this up? I wanted to speak on the influence that you have on other people. Oh, that's And good. the influence that you have on other people, sometimes you might not even understand it. That's so true. Preach. Let them use you. Things get hazy. I recently just talked to somebody in our church, a young man, and I told him something that his dad said to me that he's been telling him this entire time. But since it came from me, in his words, it hit different. And I was speaking from a hurt place. And sometimes you don't even want to tap into that type of conversation with somebody because you're speaking from a hurt place. And that's kind of like what I want to say when somebody wants to start a podcast or you don't want to have that difficult conversation with somebody or you, want to, you don't want to take that risk. Sometimes you have to. And it might not be what you want or you might get exactly what you want or it might be something you never even thought was the outcome. Regardless, it's going to help you. There's sometimes when something is like laying on your heart in a way is like little nudge in the spirit realm trying to get you to do something. So understand that you influence somebody outside of yourself every day. Mm -hmm. Let it be positive or negative. You are doing so. So sometimes you just got to take that risk or have a difficult conversation to push yourself and put yourself in awkward situations. You kind of just got to like believe in yourself and kind of swallow that hard pill and push for it. I agree with that. And I think that's really good, especially because we live in this social media. Everybody wants to be an influencer. And like you just mentioned, we're all influencing someone in some type of way. Like there are people that's watching you, whether it's on social media, it's at your job, it's at your church, 
whatever it is, there are people who are watching you and they're watching the way you conduct yourself. They're watching how you interact with other people. But more importantly, if we're believers and we have this huge impact and all of these people watching, then we should be leading them further to Christ and we should be influencing them to have a deeper connection or a deeper relationship with their father. And you mentioned, and I'm so glad you said that because I actually almost forgot. I had a meeting yesterday and in the meeting, at some point, it came up that someone wanted to meet me. And I was like, someone wants to meet me? And they were like, yeah, such and such wants to meet you because we had a Bible trivia one day. And I was answering a lot of the Bible questions and answering correctly and answering quickly. And this person was like inspired by that or they were encouraged by my faith in the relationship that I have with God to be able to answer some of those questions. And she was like, I want to meet this person. Like she's on fire for God. I want to know who she is and you know, so on and so forth. Um, But that just goes to show that people are watching. And this was someone who's older than me. So sometimes we think like we can only impact people our age or we can only impact people that's younger, but you don't know the influence that you're going to have. And so I just want to encourage whoever is listening that Use your influence wisely. Use your influence to bring glory to God. I don't care if it's on your job. I don't care if you are if you play 2K, if you play Madden, if you're a gamer in any type of way and you're online and you're on the headset. Find a way to bring God into the situation or into the conversation. If you're in high school and you're at lunch and... I don't know, you're sitting by yourself or you're with a group of people, just find a way to bring God into that situation because you don't know how it's going to impact someone and um, just pretty much the seed that you're going to sow in that person's life. So I just want to end with that. Is there anything else you want to say? Or It could take years for something to be answered, but it also took years for you to become the person that you are. So don't be too upset or hasty to get through or pass something. Um, That is my closing remarks. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode two of the So On Time podcast. We hope that you guys come back and you listen um, on episode three. Not sure what the topic is going to be about, but we are excited to communicate with you all and for you to continue to grow with us. So we're looking forward to sharing our message with you guys the next time. Bye. Bye. What's good, what's stupid, and what is dummy in the comments. <laughs>